615 presents Off the Record with Tom Lamore and Cami Fox. Off the Record 615. Off the Record. Yes, welcome back. This is 615 presents Off the Record. I'm Tom Lamore, aka Tom DeLips. I'm joined by Cammy Fox. Yes, people, and welcome to the Off the Record podcast. Today we are joined by DJ, producer, slash model, DJ Ash T. How are we doing? Yes, Ash. How's it going, yeah? Happy to be here. Good. Nice. Absolutely buzzing for it. Thanks for coming and joining us on the couch. Yeah, uh, in the studio. Um, ready to go, yeah. So let's get right into it. If you don't know about the podcast, you didn't see the first series, which obviously we did over Zoom due to lockdown. Uh, basically, we just have a, a chat with friends of the brand, uh, clients, uh, colleagues, get to know a bit about them, what they do, and you know where they're at the moment, a little bit about the future. Well, you, you know the picture if you've seen it or heard it should I say you will know we are actually now on YouTube as well so you can watch us uh, chatting well absolute nonsense um, so Ash tell us a bit about yourself who are you and what do you do right well yeah let's kick off we're here live in the flesh my name's Ash Malone or better known as DJ Ash T when I'm uh, out doing my performances um, yeah I'm 25 years old now. I've been DJing for 615 since 2016. Um, yeah, and I've started working in the office as well now, which is good for myself. It's good for the brand. It's making me make new contacts within yep. the industry and just loving life at the minute, you know? Good. That's what it, really. do you um, tell everyone a bit about what you do? So obviously, Ash, um, I'll tell everybody a little bit about uh, what, what Ash has done. Ash came to us, like I said, four years ago. Not not long actually after we'd set six fifteen up, um, so you've been with us pretty much from the start as we built it up, and obviously from there progressed your role from you know DJ to uh, music curator, so we say. So you do a lot of the mix downs and a lot of mixes in uh-huh. from the office, don't you, for certain projects we're working on? I suppose it, we could we could go into that if you would like. Can Tell do. us a little yeah, bit more about yeah. what you do on that side of it. Absolutely, yeah. It's um, it's an exciting thing. Um, so yeah, what. What do you want to know? What do you do? Well, well to be fair, what do like, I do? What I'm do going to strip it back, like when you first started out. I mean, like I remember doing Absolutely. gigs with yourself. Yeah. Will yeah. was on it, especially Will. Yeah, he was like one of the main DJs, and you used to come along to all his gigs and just oh, shadow yeah. him. Yeah, well, Will Will was one of my. I have a lot to thank Will for, especially yeah. at the very beginning of my we'll six fifteen journey. <laughs> 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 Will's head's just going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll be in here next, won't he? Talking but I, about I, I, yeah, we've had Will on. Yeah, yeah right. it's probably the longest podcast. Will talking about himself. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> have you had Dax on yet, though? You yeah, yeah, he Dax, was the opener. Dax is the opener, mate. Yeah, but he's coming on again, um, or he will be on again uh, this series. Well, yeah, it was um, December 2016 was the when I signed officially. Um, I got to know. 615 as a company through a few of my other contacts um, actually school friends so Cameron Ward who does quite a lot of yeah. um, work alongside as I was working for him at the time I just well I was during uni university um, I was doing videography work um, yeah, was DJing 
a little bit in Blackpool at the time and you, you know, actually did some film work I did well, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd come to Ibiza I think with yeah, you at you one did, point yeah. um, I'd seen a few events I did one of the New Year's Eve with you uh, that big New Year's Eve one where there was, was loads of events that yeah day. it was yeah. the we did um, was it Sakana oh and yeah, yeah. yeah. Live, live Harvey Nichols yeah. neighbourhood neighbourhood what's was? that there was one in that Chris Freighter did as well I remember you were on that, that one in Cliverow yeah Cliverow it was Cliverow oh yeah what's it called no um Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I'd, I'd, I'd it's a James's place whose venue, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. It's next to a big Asda. Yeah. <laughs> it is next to a big Asda. That's the one. <laughs> if you're from Clearwater, you'd... Uh... You'll know the venue we're talking about, but it has uh, slipped my mind that. It was a long time ago. It was. But yeah, I remember I remember Cammy and you and Dax being in the office one time when I was with Cam, and I remember being like, oh, come on, Cam, you know, you've got to introduce me to these lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what I want to do. And he did, and, you know, I had a meeting with with yourself Tom and Dax yeah. uh, talking about music and things like that and where I wanted to go with it and what my ambitions were with it and mm. you know I just said it, like at the time DJing was just a hobby for me I was doing it from my bedroom I was getting the odd gig locally but it wasn't anything serious Yeah, and you know it just sort of progressed from there it was I was lucky to have the opportunity to, to get to know everyone at 6.15 to begin with and kicked on and like I say Will Will helped me out at the start because I knew Will we went to the same school together and I'd sort yeah. of I'd known him from around just from DJing and you know he was good enough to be like you know come along and see what it is like doing yeah. gigs with yeah, yeah. the top people and you know I, I sort of shadowed him and yeah on gigs like obviously we all we wear quite cool stuff as it is just stand out be ourselves and you used to turn up with like <laughs> I know your jacket you on <laughs> your shoes on yeah you, you don't know. <laughs> I remember turning up to a Do wedding. You remember? I was turning up to her. Yeah, which one was it? There was a Suit, wedding we did. Suited um, up, weren't it? Yeah. yeah. To be fair, though, um, actually, though, to be fair, we did actually <laughs> used to wear shirts <laughs> we back did. in the day. Yeah, it was and, that was the brief blazers. I was given. Yeah, I'm blazing that it went cooler from there. Yeah. I remember the first wedding fair that we did in 2015. I wore a full suit. Yeah. I looked like yeah. I was at a wedding. Yeah. At the wedding fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a blue neck suit. Bad boy. No, yeah, next special. Yeah. Yeah. Next special. It was a next special. Yeah. Anyway, we, we digress. Um, <laughs> let me get back to my script. Yeah. I'll say script with a little bit of a guide. Mm. Um, so a few questions that we like to get, get into and like really more of opinions from you because it's nice to hear from all our guests about what, what they think about uh, certain challenges in the industry. So, you know, everyone knows a little bit about what you do, how you met us and stuff, but um, what... Say so at the moment, obviously we had we've had the COVID thing, and there's been a lot of that talk. Uh, we're obviously seeing lift the the lockdown yeah. and restrictions and stuff relaxing a little bit. But think you can use you can use that as an example. I don't mind using it as an example because it's been used before. But what do you think the challenges of of the industry that we work in are? And use pre-COVID as well because it's quite interesting to know what you feel those challenges that can be presented would be to absolutely yeah it's like for me one thing's always been looking at the way that other people do it and trying to sort of keep up with the trends and managing to you know make sure everything's up to date like not just music wise but just the way that we do performances like especially the neighbourhood stuff that we do um, it was always like I remember starting off when we first started in neighborhood and it was you know it was quite a challenge to get to know the brand itself before actually playing in the venue and it was a case yeah. of like you know what you wear what music you play just your persona when you're actually on the gig it's such a, a big thing and it it's quite it's a characteristic thing I think with when it comes to progression um, DJing because it's not just the music that you play and it's it's the whole image 
yeah. as a, well, it's, it's the image as a whole. And yeah. you know, it's if you're starting off like like you said before, like at the start, I was wearing suits to gigs where everyone else was wearing plain black tees, and yeah. you know, it was it was something new yeah. for me because it's nothing that it was something that I'd never really thought about. Yeah, but a lot of um, people think, oh, it's a wedding you've got to wear smart yeah and it's not about not being smart it's still smart because it's all black so it's pretty yeah. much, but it's a bit more it's more comfortable to perform in mm. yeah absolutely know? but in in terms of it being challenging I'd, I'd say that like from a personal point of view it's it was always just the case of trying to make sure that I was up to date as a DJ myself yeah and making sure that everything that I was doing was to the best ability that I could be doing it it's like without starting to sound like yeah. too deep within it. It's yeah. um, it's always like you know if you're playing up to date music, but then like the edits of certain music, and then looking at other DJs that you know these DJs that you see on Instagram nowadays, they're always doing stuff new, and you're thinking like how further can you even go? Like when yeah. you're DJing, it's like some people they just see it as a set of decks and you just play music out, and but there's always more things you can be doing creatively, and it's just working out what those things are to try and get attention and yeah. you know ultimately getting more bookings from that sort of thing and yeah. it's just it's just something that always has to play on your mind really when when you're a DJ mm. and it's been music as well like with produce like I've, I produced a track with Carl uh, a couple of years ago now and that's something that yeah. I've not done since which is maybe something that I could be thinking about doing in the future yeah, guess, yeah. it, production's a whole different side of DJing because obviously what we do is entertainment for certain events whereas the actual production of music is a different angle to it yeah yeah completely yeah and it's something that not everybody's into as well so it's not everybody's cup of tea to be learning how to produce you'll get DJs that are are in it for one thing or in it for one or in it for both yeah and it just depends on what kind of person you are really yeah definitely so where do you think the industry's going in terms of you know what do you see for the future of our industry, whether that's, you know, private events that you play on or whether that's the bar and club scene? Where do you see the industry going from here now, from, from this point in time onwards? Personally, I think it's it's just all about the new things. Like, obviously we play, our, our sort of standard event is a DJ playing with a saxophone and with a percussionist and we started to try new things with like maybe an electric guitarist in the past yeah. and um, we've had like electric violin and live singers and I think I think it's just a case of being more being more creative on mixing it up and doing different edits of songs and yeah. and it's just like obviously the, the whole reason that we do it is for the entertainment side of it and it's just how can you be more entertaining that's the question yeah. that you ask yourself and it's and the, the way that Covid, do you think the whole Covid thing will have an effect on the industry as a whole moving forward, or, do you th- or what's your thoughts on that? I think it'll maybe strip back to the the basics again, and it'll be a case of starting again from scratch, and it'll be it's kind of a blessing in a way. I think I think it's given everyone an opportunity to you know restart, and we've obviously had all these months to work out what we can do and we've all been working hard haven't we and create, being yeah. creative and thinking what we can do going forward and it's just using what we've got as the tools to go forward like for example we can't do outdoor performances we can't do indoor performances at the minute sorry so yeah. we've started looking at ways we can do outdoor performances and I mean I did a gig with Dax and Will and Mike Diggum at the weekend yeah. and that was really good And but it was it was such a different feel because obviously you're playing to a crowd that are all outside but at the minute you're not allowed to dance or anything so it was just a case of how do you keep it snappy and how do you keep it people interested without 
ultimately doing what you're meant to be doing, which is keeping them dancing. Because as a DJ, you obviously read a crowd, don't yeah. you? Well, when that depends on what you're playing, but when everyone's sat down and like obviously socially distanced and they can't dance, it's how did you find that? It's How'd funny. You? Yeah, it was, it was funny. It was. It was. I'm not going to say it was a bad gig because it was a really good gig. It was. Um, it was busy and people were enjoying themselves. And it was kind of like a little bit of a fair. So there was food. There was drink. So it was quite a lot. Too. And it was. Yeah, everyone was chilling out. And the weather was actually really good. So it was. Yeah. Um, well, it was different though. Like I say, it was. It was people sitting and actually watching you. So you know, you think about playing songs that people reminisce about rather than just it being tunes that you can dance to. Which yeah. is, Did you think people appreciated? music a lot more from that gig I'd think people might have to yeah you get the people that are actually sat listening to you yeah. are the ones that like I mean I did have a few people come up to me and say oh you know the music was really good today I had a DJ on Instagram message me said oh I was at the gig today with my mates and really enjoyed it you played some good tunes I've not heard in a while but you know in our usual environment you'd maybe be playing music that isn't as well known mm. but it's got that you know that feel to it where you want to dance to it whereas you can sort of think about playing the older tracks that have got the lyrics in it that people course, can yeah maybe remember like I played a few disco tracks a few old stuff Lovely. it's just that like music that you can actually enjoy listening to mm -hmm. as yeah. as that sounds yeah that's no, it's good so yeah you've had a chance to do a gig we've not been busy uh, recently because of obviously everything that's been going on but we are, we obviously look back to when we were busy and you know how hectic life was uh, before the COVID outbreak and I know you mentioned it was a bit of a blessing I've certainly found it a blessing for managing stress levels and yeah. resting and trying to re rejuvenate and whatnot mm -hmm. in terms of you know health and what have you particularly like looking at uh, diet even though it's not been great <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've eaten quite a lot of cheese but how would you deal with the stress and, and maybe the anxieties or whatever it is that triggers you to when you're under pressure? Obviously, you've not been under that great a great deal of pressure. Maybe a little bit with the with the office work. Yeah. But how do you personally deal with that side of things within what you do? So, as an artist, as a DJ, as a, you know, as a as a producer, or whatever. How do you deal with the the stress and the pressures of that? Absolutely. Yeah. It's um like on the DJ side of it, pressure. I've been quite blessed really with the fact that. I've always managed managed myself before I managed the, the occasion that I'm doing. So I've always been good with like my anxiety levels, and I've, it's always just it's just a case of concentrating on what it is you're doing. Like for me, the drive to the gig's always a good thing. Like I, I listen to podcasts myself. Well, you got me into the Peter Crouch one. Yeah, oh, that's minting it. <laughs> you know, this, that's one of my inspirations for doing this. If I'm honest, just yeah. Crouches because yeah. I think it's brilliant. It's awesome, isn't it? It's um, the Peter Crouch one is a good example because that's one that. I listen to quite a lot and it's football which is another one of my passions it sort of is a de-stress in itself listening to something else that you enjoy because it's not all about music like for me life is heavily music heavily other things and it's good to mix them around and it's, it just settles your nerves really like for me if I ever had like a big gig that I was maybe a little bit nervous about how it was going to go or if it was for maybe like a big person like in terms of like their status for me it'd just be a case of you know pretending it was just a normal gig doing it in front of a certain amount of people which doesn't actually change the way that I play but it was it, for my mindset it's a good way to do it but yeah like for me it's just downtime like as soon as the gig's finished uh, it's good to switch off like on the drive home and when you get home I just keep up to date with my TV yeah. and keep up to date with my podcast and yeah. I do listen to music still and, yeah. Um, and well, then, yeah the drive home's come up a couple of times doesn't yeah, it the drive home yeah. Yeah, either sitting in 
silence without the music or calling each other. Yeah. Well, that, that was a good thing as well. That's something that I do quite a lot is ring people on the drive yeah. home and talk to people like, say if I've been on a gig in Liverpool yeah. and Liam has been de-rigging a gig in Cheshire, for example, like, I'll ring him and have a chat with him. How did your gig go? How did my gig go? You know, and just sort yeah. of debrief, really. Yeah, yeah. Is, it's good. It's, it's good good better than listening to banging tracks in it. And yeah, actually helps stay awake, doesn't it? I think Absolutely. the uh, sort of getting on the phone whilst you're driving home, obviously hands free. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So we don't get anyone messaging and kicking off. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Normally at this point we move on to a little bit about how you got to know Six Fifteen, where the introductions come from, all the rest of it. You've briefly touched on that at the yeah. beginning with obviously Will. Uh, made and one of the other DJs mm-hmm. who brought you in in Cam Ward uh, at the mm-hmm. time yeah. doing quite a lot of video work with us tell us you know a little bit about your thoughts then behind the brand as in what, what, what do you think of the people and the brand and the people behind the brand I think, we're, I think we're one of a kind you know um, there's not many people that I've met before have met people from 615 and had any like a bad word to say about them really it's, it's all like from from an outside point of view before I was involved with 615 personally I always knew of 615 and knew that it was a special thing you know like it was it was a bit of a goal for myself you know to sort of think you know I'd, I'd love to be a part of that one day and you know I think there was a lot of people around that have similar thoughts that I, I bet there's a lot of people around that sort of look in from the outside and say you know what I'd, I'd actually love to be part of that yeah and I think that's a, that's a good thing to have as a brand. Um, obviously, there's bigger brands that you like you know of. You know, like I'm talking maybe like Defected or um, Ministry of Sound. You know, like big music yeah. brands that yeah. you, you you're naturally going to look at people like that and say, you know, one day I would love to be part of that. But I think Six Fifteen is one of those things itself. Mm. I think Six Fifteen is quite a benchmark for people to go. You know, I'd like to be at that level, whether or not it is from a DJ side of it or a performance side of it, or yeah. even like people that book us and like clients. I think it's uh, it's a trendsetter in a way. Yeah, you know, like people saying, "Oh, we had six fifteen at our party." There's so many people that I've done gigs for in the past that still speak to me to this day and say, yeah. "Oh, you know, it reminds me of when we had you at our party." And I'll, I'll yeah. upload a video of a gig, and they'll say, "Oh, our gig was sick, wasn't it?" Yeah. Do you remember that day and stuff like that? Brides and grooms. Yeah, it's a good feeling, it's isn't great. it? You get that yeah, feedback. Yeah, it's good. It's brilliant. I mean, we all get it all, all the yeah. time, and it's why we do it at the end yeah, of the day, so, isn't yeah. it? Really, it's it's the whole point of it. Yeah. It's to create something special that people are going to remember forever, 100%. which is good. Moving forward, are there any funny stories? whilst working with 615 funny stories that my lad say on the podcast is this <laughs> yeah but be careful no be careful some reason it always ends up with me being bladdered <laughs> <laughs> there's been a few of them there has yeah. been a few of them the live sessions I could probably name a few live sessions memories um, now there's been I mean we've had some good times I've had some good times with Dax uh, going down to the David Lloyd gigs where yeah. we've done, we did a bit of a tour and there was you know me Tom Wrigley Dax dra- travelling around the country in a hire car doing a load of different clubs that was, there's a, quite a lot of good memories from there good few stories my car got broken into in Kensington there's a story for yeah. itself yeah yeah, yeah. Moped, moped gang nicking Dax's 600 quid Balenciagas <laughs> don't be telling people how much you pay for trainers no, 600 <laughs> there's got to be there's got to be quite a few I can't think of any off the top of my head I think one of the funniest times was I think we were, we all had to show, it was a David Lloyd gig as well I think it's me you and Dax and we all got given one room I yeah, think, oh, so. yeah. And, um, <laughs> I know which one you mean there was a we had to order like a bed what came in uh, like a spare oh, bed oh yeah I've heard this yeah. <laughs> yeah we had a we had a good room at a good hotel 
Yeah. And yeah, we ended up having to get the floor manager to come up <laughs> with a mattress. You gave us mattress, and it wasn't even a mattress, it was like just bent a little oh, camp yeah. bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you was unfolded it, and I, I literally couldn't stop laughing. Yeah. I felt so sorry for you. I think we still got the videos of that, and we were going to have to post them. I've, got a, I've still got them. All you can hear is this like howling, laughing, Jack, yeah. really high pitched Jack Sprig laugh. Yeah. Which you'll probably hear at some point. That Jack Sprig laugh. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's like yeah. a level of humour, isn't that's it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like just the ultimate impressionist, isn't it? Yeah, getting bullied by Cammy, that's it. Well, no, no, no I don't, oh, don't no. impression. Bully's a strong word, I don't know. No, bully's a strong word. We can't have any bullying. And certainly not on the podcast. No, no. no. I do, I'm good at a few impressions of people. I mean, I can do a visual, visually do a good one of Tom. Which I that is bullying. <laughs> <laughs> which I think everyone's seen. I mean, Ash, nah, come on, you've got do an impression of it now. You got oh, no, 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 no. You can't. You can't. We're talking to each other. Oh, my head's blown. <laughs> so, uh, thanks for um, inviting me to the podcast today. I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> so we've got obviously we've start as you probably know now we're filming. Uh, the pods and we've got <laughs> we've got Dean Mack on the camera in the background filming yeah. so these are all on YouTube now which is great for us but that is, you can hear him laughing that's who's laughing in the background <laughs> it's fine can I we just that. host this whole interview again with you speaking in his voice and see <laughs> let's just see if people can tell can the difference right, you, you don't even need me right, let's both be quiet one minute I'm not going to tell you who's speaking and we're going to speak to each other in the voices and then we'll see if we can guess who's who yeah but the thing is Cammy can't do a good impression me ever so, yeah. Now what you got to guess is whether that was me or was that a camera? It's the same person! It's the same person! God's sake. Oh, no. It is definitely the he's, same person. Oh, man, he's absolutely cracked it, honestly. It's, it's nailed. Yeah. I'll show you something deep down inside. Oh, I've left know. Zoom meetings because I've taken... I have left Zoom meetings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he has. He's like... I, he, I've left non-business <laughs> group meetings. Um, oh, oh, my Wi-Fi has turned off. Sorry, guys. Bang. Oh, I should have left. left. <laughs> I should left the chat. Right, that's enough funny stories. Yeah. Uh, we just ended up laying into Ash again, which is such a shame. So what we're going to do, we'll move on to the uh, the infamous quick-fire question round. Yeah, I think we should just do it. You should just carry on doing it in that voice. I can't. No, I, can't. I can see the rage in Ash's eyes. No, so no, no, no. He's coming after me. I'm a sponge. I'm no, just taking no, no. No, so. no, right, come on. He's upset now. I'm not upset. I'm, <laughs> I'm still here. I'm not he's left here. this he's not left, he's not left the pod yet, guys. He's still here. <laughs> I'm going to get an email from HR. Well, even if he had left, we could pretend he was still here. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on then. Cammy, I'll let you go first. Right, quick fire questions. Is VAR good for the game? VAR is good for the game. Maybe not at the minute, but going forward, I think that would look back and say it was a benchmark for football in general I was glad you said football because some of our listeners may not know what VAR is in fact I, I probably hazard a guess that Cammy doesn't know what it stands for either visual audio reference I'll be honest I don't know what it stands for <laughs> no what does it stand for I'm not actually sure <laughs> but it's not that <laughs> Visual video, video, video assistant referee. That's, that's is what it stands for. I just couldn't remember it. I knew there was referee and visual. I couldn't remember if it, what the what the A was for, but I'm sure it's. Is, we'll, we'll have to fact check that now. Yeah, it's um, used on football when people score a goal, but it comes back. Well, bounces. They up don't like. know if it's been behind the line or whatever. But it's also on like if there was a foul before in the build up to a goal, which is where it starts to get a bit daft. Because if there's a 
if they claim, well, I don't know if they can actually ask for it or if the players can ask for it or not. It is that, isn't it? Vir- yeah, it's video assistant referee. Video assistant referee. I thought it might have been virtual. Did I say virtual? Yeah. Well, video, video assistant, video assistant yeah. referee. I was nearly right. Stick it, by it, that's what I'd say. Yeah. Stick I, I, by it. I know it's a quick fire round, but I yeah, think it ruins the game. I think it's good for tennis. I think tennis. No, but I, no, I don't know. I don't know. I'd be debatable. It ruins the game if it's your team that it goes against. That's yeah. the problem. It's always going to be biased. You're never going to get one side happy, are you? Because it's ultimately it's the decision between a goal and not a goal. Whoever it gets disallowed to is going to be annoyed, and whoever it gets allowed to, the other team's going to be annoyed. Can't win, can you? You can't win. So right, it is quick fire. So we need to move on. Is the earth round or flat? Round. Good lad. Is that quick fire enough? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's quick fire enough. Yeah, go on. So, what is your favourite track of all time? Straight. Somebody else's guy, Jocelyn Brown. Really? Different. Different that. Different. Yeah. Yeah. Most people's been Kings of Tomorrow. Yeah. Finally, finally, a lot of people. Oh, I know a good one to ask him because I know Ash is a movie man. What's your favourite mo- film movie of all time? Mm, favourite movie of all time? What do you mean he's a movie man? He likes watching I'm a movie films. Man, yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll get him off the. This is a bit sad. <laughs> We're going off topic here because, but this is quick fire. But I'm, I'm stepping in. I sent him some screenshots of films to test him. And it's literally the most weirdest part of the movie that you could possibly, like an alleyway, and he'll get it. He'll be like, Batman Dark Knight, and you're like, what? It's an alleyway, man. There's not even a character in it. It's just an alleyway. He'll get it, won't you? He he gets them. It's mental. I do it on Instagram when I'm watching a movie. I'll just try and trick him and get one. He always gets them. I don't know how. Any type of film. Big brain. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, the other thing. So now we are definitely off topic here, but I don't mind on this occasion uh, anyone listening that is like a football fan just just message Ash in fact we're going to we'll do it live and we're going to get some sort of random fact get a random fact up quickly for football because this guy can answer the most <laughs> weirdest serious? facts I'm a, in I'm, I'm you've I'm ever a big football heard. fan yeah. so I don't know I've got how many goals uh, got goals how many goals did Zlatan Ibrahimovic score under management of Jose Mourinho I'm, I'm probably going to get it quite Christ. close well I know he was a season and a half he was yeah I was going to say when it comes to very generic very simple questions like that it's hard but I'd probably say something around the 25 I know he got quite a lot of goals in the Prem that season and he scored a few in the FA Cup I actually went to a game that year when Zlatan scored at Ewood Park against Blackburn so I'd probably guess well, that's a surprise. 29 in what a season or under management under management at Mourinho I'd probably oh, say no, about 29 I'd probably say I think it's 58 Anyway, Just we're, di- we're digressing. Nah. No, under management of Jose Mourinho. I was watching something on Instagram right, right. the other day. It was really specific. Right. I think it was 58 over a season and a half. Yeah. I can name you World Cup But winners. you know what? You, you might be right that. under management at United <laughs> if he wasn't there that, yeah. for that long. Anyway, that's my favourite movie. My favourite movie, I'd probably say Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Yes. Um, I know that it's IMD, IMDb number one, so it's maybe a bit of like a, a white girl question answered, but. I'd probably say either Shawshank Redemption, Pulp Fiction, Usual Suspects. They're like top three. Really tasty burger. Yeah, I can quote that film <laughs> word for word. Right, well, quick one. Do you want to eat that burger? Does it make what? you hungry? Yeah, <laughs> always. No, no, no. It's the Sprite that he drinks right. after. It doesn't wake you up. It's the slurp. Sprite, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when he bites that burger, I just get hungry. With me, I want burger. Me. Right. Big okay. Kahuna burger. This is, this is right. We're done now. We, we stop, we're, we're, we're ending there we have chatted up to nonsense there in that last 10 minutes I think um, movies, football and DJing yeah. perfect pod it was nice to have you on 
And it, uh, thank you yeah. for joining us. Thanks for having me. Appreciate no problem, it. Mate. So that's it from us. I just want to thank everyone for tuning in, listening. Um, remember, you can... Well, let, in fact, Cammy, do you want to do that bit? Yeah, of course. You can find the podcast off the record on iTunes, Spotify, and it'll be on YouTube as well. And don't forget to give us all a follow as well. There's DJ Ash T. Ash T-double-E. T-double-E. Tom Dalips and then Cammy Fox Fox with a double X and there you go you yeah. got a double X double E <laughs> <laughs> to the LIP hey hey oi anyway yeah that's Bill so thank you once again for everyone that's listening well we'll be here weekly uh, what is it? how often are we here weekly hmm? is it every week yeah it is every week yeah, isn't it yeah. Yeah. yeah so we'll be here every week and well yeah we've got lots more guests in keep tuning in we're now on YouTube and you can download the audio pod on Spotify and Apple iTunes and you can find it under 615 presents off the record thank you that is us for today goodbye 615 off the record <laughs>